we are going to talk about the hot sauce wars, aka the history of hot sauce. Let's roll. Good afternoon, class. Thanks for joining us again. We are doing a business science course. This is Business Science 104. And we're going to talk about the history of modern hot sauce and talk about why there is, or are, I should say, so many brands out there. So culturally worldwide, spices and hot sauces have been used for centuries, mainly in places like Asia, the Caribbean, um, and uh, Mexico and Spain. However, it goes back pretty far. The first record of a Tabasco chili crop was all the way back in 1849. The crop was credited to a man named Colonel Manuel White. We don't often think of bankers as the spiciest people in the world. However, White was both a banker and a culinary innovator. He'd take that crop and create his own Tabasco chili sauce. The branding would become more solid in 1869 thanks to one of his friends. That friend, Edmund McElhenney, created the Tabasco brand pepper sauce. Amazingly, though, the local tradition in the area has continued all the way up to the modern era. The region of Louisiana, where we find the first records of the Tabasco chili crop, is still renowned for spicy sauces. This geographic lineage also highlights one of the limitations of past eras. Excuse me. Until recently, people needed to make do with local crops. North America as a whole didn't have much surplus of spicy ingredients. The result is that much of the real culinary innovation was happening elsewhere. What's more, many people kept a firm hand on the family recipes, and we didn't see much of a commercial boom until the 1940s. This decade would see two major changes in the industry. So, first off, 1940s bring some changes to the national palate. Uh, the first of these innovations came from La Victoria Salsa Brava. Remember that uh, company very well. Their product line might not seem groundbreaking in the modern eye, but it's important to keep in mind when and where it was happening. The red, green, and red, green, and enchilada sauces offered something truly different to an American in the 1940s. The second innovation came from a liquor store owner in San Antonio. His small store would become the birthplace of America's first picante sauce. That man, David Pace, you might know him better as the man behind Pace Foods, Pace Picante Sauce. It's amazing to think that the simple recipe would lead to a company which is ultimately purchased by the Campbell Soup Company for $1.115 billion. These numbers also make it clear that Americans are more than ready for the taste revolution provided by spicy sauces. Magazines in the 1950s provide some new ideas for the dinner table. So, the 1950s saw growth within the industry. Once again, it's important to keep a very different taste of the era in mind. The U.S. carries many of the culinary traditions of the British people, saying that tradition tended toward more mild tastes would be an understatement. The average American still needed to learn about the truly spicy taste before appreciating this kind of sauce. Magazines like Bon Appetit and Gourmet would give people their first impression of many seemingly exotic meals. This included the spicy meal, which both shocked and delighted those who tried it for the first time. 
The average household was usually at a loss when it came to actually acquiring many of these. Thankfully, mail order was becoming increasingly viable for those who wanted to add something more daring to the dinner table. The 1960s uses spicy taste to help those far from home. This is where you add it into the MRE, the military rations. Um, let's see, so how, uh, a former World War II Marine, um, Walter McElhaney, we saw him over there, had experienced a share of bland survival food. He wanted to, you know, pep it up, no pun intended, and leading the Tabasco Company did just that. He even wrote a book called the Charlie Ration Cookbook, which would ship out with the bottles when they went out. He also ran a newspaper ad saying, send your man overseas some new food ideas and a few laughs. It would give valuable tips, which helped soldiers combine their rations, spicy sauce, and local items to create a new meal. Lastly, what's happening today? So the turning point um, after, uh, after the MREs, 1991 spicy sauce has officially outsold ketchup in the U.S. David Pace's company, Pace Foods, still going strong. The company founded in 1940 uh, went from introducing spicy sauces to standing at the top of the market it helped create. By this point, Americans no longer saw the average sauce as much of a novelty. Just two years later, that would change thanks to David Hirschkopf. His insanity sauce was so spicy, it was banned from that year's National Fiery Food Show. It proved to be the best marketing anyone could hope for, and the public was suddenly seeing sauces in a similar way to their predecessors of the 1940s. They were faced with a new type of heat with their food. People continue to innovate food as they go, and it's kind of a counterpart to ketchup, whereas some people use ketchup nowadays. Well, hot sauce is right there next to it in many people's uh, foods. You can now get Tabasco, uh, Chihula, Kahula, I'm sorry, Pace, uh, any of those, everywhere. Hot sauce has made its rounds, and it's been pretty freaking cool. So what do you guys think? Are you surprised at any of this? Again, keep in mind, back in the 40s and 50s, spicy sauce was almost as taboo as, well, anything else that'd be taboo back then. But it took only a few people to realize, or to realize that they had something, and boom, we now have hot sauce everywhere. Thanks for watching. As always, we appreciate your support. We will see you tomorrow. Stay Curious.